Welcome to episode 24. Lisa, I've lost my mojo. I used to be in great shape. I used to go to the gym a lot. Then something happened and now I just feel like I've lost my mojo. Please help. Well, let's unpack this topic today. Hi, I'm Lisa Barwise, ex-business coach turned wellness alchemist, the kick-ass catalyst in helping busy women to become stronger in mind, body, and character. It wasn't that long ago that I too lacked motivation, strength, or the persistence needed to set and achieve goals in health, strength, and body shape. Fast forward 15 years in studying human potential, nutrition, fitness, and strength training, and creating my own approach to women's wellness, Warrior Goddess Kettlebell Training, delivered in our unique community studio, as well as through our online community and tribe with the Warrior Goddess Body, I now help thousands of women locally and globally to become the best versions of themselves without fear of grind, guilt, or burnout. This is the Goddess Got Goals podcast. Hey there, Goddess. Welcome to today's episode. And we're going to be kind of answering a question, one that I get quite regularly, the one that I definitely got this week, um, as we're talking a lot about our superhero masterclass, which you're also going to hear me talk about during this podcast, um, because it kind of relates. In fact, it relates a lot. So what we're going to talk about is this question of or this statement that I hear about I've lost my mojo. I don't know how to get my mojo back or um, I used to be fit and I used to be really into doing things and now not so much anymore. And can you help me? That sort of stuff. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because if anything, I think this is kind of an area that I'm really good at because I fall off a lot. I lose my mojo all the time. Um, And what's kind of interesting is I never lose anything else. I'm not one of these people, and maybe you are, that has to get insurance on phones and things or loses handbags or loses stuff because I never lose anything. Um, But the mojo, yep, I completely relate to that one. So I want to unpack this a little bit. We want to have a chat about it. Um, And I am, of course, going to be telling you all about my brand new live masterclass of Be Your Own Superhero because it does 100% relate Um, and I want you to come on over and experience that. But what, what do you do when you lose your mojo? So goal setting is the answer. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it. So a lot of the time when I hear this statement of I've lost my mojo, there generally was a, I used to be fit conversation, or I used to be fit, or I used to go to the gym four or five times a week, or I used to do something then something happened and now I don't do this anymore. Uh, And this is pretty much the formula of I've lost my mojo. And the reason why is uh, that I see this happening is because of the most important factor when you are trying to build a, you know, a fitness um, habit, when you're trying to build any sort of a new lifestyle or body shape change habit or nutrition or any of these sorts of things is that sometimes we get confused as to why we've built these habits. So if you think about, um, you know, working out, training, you know, eating a certain way, etc., that is a habit, but it can also become part of your routine, but it can also be 
uh, in reflection to your goals. But in my experience of women, more often than not, we do not sit down and actually set goals. So when we decide to actually I'm going to start working out and then we start getting you know excited about working out and then we you know become really consistent and we're doing like four or five sessions a week uh, and everything is great and then something happens life's curveball enter coronavirus enter you know a relationship breaking up enter you know going kids going back to school or a change of routine or a new job or something like that then that curveball or maybe we perceive it as a failure maybe we perceive it as something bad happening means that the habits that we'd created are no longer strong enough to make it automatic for us and we tend to fall off right or we stop and then we say things like I've lost my mojo so in those instances it normally then highlights gigantically that there was no set goal or set plan in place to help you to achieve that goal. That the actual habits that you'd created, the going to the gym, the training, etc., um, you were never really clear why you were doing it. Yes, we all know it's good for you. Yes, we all know that if you do training, you can build some muscle, you can look good, you can tone up, you can do all of these things, but that's not enough for the hu- a human being especially a female human being, to be motivated when times do get tough, when that curveball comes in. So what I tend to say to my clients at this point is that any time a curveball has come in, and believe me, I um, am the queen of goals, and that's why I love my Goddess Got Goals podcast, but I'm also the queen of curveballs. It seems like, you know, the more goals you have, the more curveballs happen, but that's because you're more mindful. They're happening anyway, and you're just noticing But what I would say is this, my favorite phrase that a friend of mine coined, um, a friend called Simon, was this concept called bounce back ability. So when it comes to um, achieving anything in life, now this could be anything, it doesn't have to be about training or nutrition or body shape change or getting in great shape or, or anything, whatever you want to achieve in your life, whatever dreams, desires, anything that you want for yourself it needs to follow the goal setting formula, but it also needs some skills, some emotional skills, some tools in your toolbox to help you to achieve that. So when I hear this phrase, you know, at least I've lost my mojo, I used to be really fit, but then I just now need a kind of a kick in the butt. It's not that you need an external kick in the butt. What you need is to understand why you're doing it in the first place, right? What was the thing that motivated you all that time. So if you're telling me that you've fallen off because your relationship has ended, that would maybe make maybe make me think that subconsciously you were doing it for them and not for you. Right? So all how this is easily fixed and and the the tips and and tricks I'm going to give you today are very simple. Simply sitting down and going, what do I want and why do I want it? Like what does this represent to me? If I could visualize my life from now, six months from now, a year from now, how would I be in that life? What would I look like? What would I be doing? What would I be wearing? Where would I be going? And setting those goals. Now, I know we're in the middle of a pandemic. The world is crazy. If anybody, you know, five years ago would say, this is part of my five-year plan. And then Corona, like nobody in their five-year plan had had 
you know, envisaged um, a pandemic for sure. But that doesn't mean that we can't set goals. We can set goals that we do have control over, that we do have the power over. Um, and that is why I have named my new masterclass Be Your Own Superhero. And rather than waiting for me to give you a kick in the butt, which I will virtually, consider this your kick in the butt, but, <laughs> but it's for me to actually help you and teach you that you can have this as part of your tool set at any time to increase your bounce back ability so you'll never have to kind of go I've lost my mojo right so let's let's unpack it so starting with that plan what is it that you want why do you want it okay so what is that thing that you want so say for example you've got an event coming up or you are going to maybe try to go away over Christmas or maybe you have uh, a big birthday something like that right and that's that's a self-imposed uh, deadline so that's great that gives you an actual deadline to work towards and say in that instance you want to be able to feel really confident you want to be able to wear a certain dress that you like you want to you know get dressed up feel really nice so in that instance you maybe want to you know build your confidence training is a great way to do that you want to um, tighten things up a little bit, maybe lose a little bit of weight, maybe kind of, you know, sculpt out your body a little bit, you know, because that will also give you confidence. And that's something that you want to work towards and you want to have a body that you're proud of, etc. which is not a, you know, there's no judgment here on the goal. That's your goal. And maybe you want to feel stronger. You just want to feel that sense of strength and that sense of pride. Okay. So let's say that that's your goal. Okay, but you need to sit down and actually go, well, why do I want to achieve that? Well, I want to be able to walk into that room on my birthday and my birthday party and feel a million bucks, right? I want to feel really good. I want to feel super duper confident. I want to feel proud. Um, and that doesn't mean that you have to look a certain way to feel that way. But in my experience of women, when we focus on something that we can control, which is working out and eating in a certain way, that gives us, that can help us to build our inner self-esteem. So although we may look like we're just focusing on the outside and we're focusing on how we look, what this program or what a body shape change program, what a strength building program does is it helps you to build the self-esteem that then matches how you look on the outside. So it's not about the number on the scale or the size dress that you're wearing, though you might want to wear a nice dress. I mean, we're women. We like to dress in nice things. We're not necessarily dressing in nice things for other people. We're dressing in nice things because that makes us feel good, right? We want to wear that dress and feel epic and awesome and confident. And that's more about the mindset part just as much as it is about, you know, leaning in that midsection, for example. Okay? So, Let's say there's that party, you want to wear a nice dress, you want to feel like a friggin' epic badass and proud, and you want to feel super duper confident, right? In my experience of women, in terms of confidence, it is something that needs to be built. And when you build your inner promise, when you build that inner word with yourself that you're, say you're going to do something and you do it, and then you continually do it, and then you trust yourself that you will do it, that is self-esteem, that is is confidence, right? So if that is the case, then you're like, okay, well, I want to feel epically confident in six months time. So if that's the case, what I want to do is build 
my habits. I want to say that I'm going to work out three times a week and I work out three times a week. I want to say that I'm going to either track some macros or I'm going to do some carb cycling or I'm going to um, increase my protein or I'm going to try this this way of eating, etc. Whatever that is for you, right? And those are the two things that I am saying to myself that I want to do to achieve my goals so that I can build those habits on a daily stroke monthly basis. So I'm going to move my body every day. I'm going to try to do three strength training workouts a week. I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to carb cycle or track some macros, etc., etc. Right? So say that's the case. That is what you're going to do. Then it comes to each time renewing your commitment every day to this is what I'm going to do. These are the habits. These are the choices that I'm going to make every day towards that goal. And then it's just about managing what happens when you can't make those choices. So say, for example, I'll give you a perfect example. I had told myself I was going to get up and do a early morning workout. Now, if you know anything about me, I don't do early morning. So early morning workout for me is a 10 o'clock workout. But I was like, I have to do this. If I'm going to get my workout in there or I'm going to get my workout in that day because I've got stuff going on in the evening, I'm going to have to do it at 10. That's the only time I can do it. Now, experience should have told me that that was a silly goal for me to set because I know that I don't like working out early. My body doesn't like it. I'm not somebody who is naturally motivated, energetic, or even focused that time in the morning for physical activity. So for me, it's just not a good time. But I told myself that I wanted to do it and I wanted to try it, etc. So just so happened that that night between the hours of 3 a.m. and 5 a.m., the morning before my getting up, um, our little happy dog decided to bark and cry and bark and cry and scratch to get out. It turns out I don't think he was feeling too good. Um, we had to take him out to the bathroom a couple of times. Um, I felt like I had a newborn. And when it came to that alarm going off at 8 o'clock or 8.30, don't forget I didn't go to bed until like 1 o'clock because I don't. I was up between 3 and 5. And then when that happened, I was like, yeah, nah, that's not going to happen. So in that moment, I had a couple of choices, right? I had, this is a curveball. So in that moment, I could either do, I had a choice of many, many things. I could either go, well, I'm going to get up and do it anyway because I promised myself I would do it and I'm not going to let myself off the hook. And I'm going to remind myself of the goal that I set and I'm just going to get up and do it. Or I could go, shit, that's life. That was a really dodgy evening. Didn't expect that, you know, total curveball coming in. What else can I do to still uphold and work towards my goal without throwing the baby, you know, out with the bathwater, as they say. In that instance, just saying, well, there's just no point anymore. I'm not going to do anything, right? So what I did was, strangely, rearrange my workout um, and decided that I'd go for a walk on that day, a nice long walk with the dog, which would probably help the dog. Um, and then the next day, I would have my strength training session. So it required a little bit of jiggery and because I had planned my, you know, what my eating was and everything around my workout. But it was possible right? And I guess what happened? Took the dog out. Dog really liked his hour long walk. I got a good, you know, uh, nearly uh, 45 minutes of cardio. And I was outside. I had, you know, it was nice, gave me energy, helped the dog. And then the next day I got my, my workout in. So in the end, 
it actually worked out better because I ended up doing something that my body enjoyed better. I actually felt like I did a better workout the second day anyway. And I also learned a lot about myself, which is I'm just not a morning workout person. So in that instance, I learned a lot about myself. I recalibrated my goals. I didn't just go, frig this, I'm not going to do it and, and just, you know, completely let myself off the hook, right? Um, and didn't then just go, well, I'm never going to work out again and just like not do any workouts that week, right? So bounce back ability, right? So when, so that's a smaller curveball, right? That's only a little one. That's a dog barking for a couple of hours a day. But say something really big is happening. You lose your job, right? You lose your job and your whole routine gets thrown up in the air. You're in a state of anxiety. You're in a state of fear. What the heck do you do? So in this instances, it's about this concept of bounce back ability, right? Your ability to achieve your goals and be successful at anything in life is not about your ability not to fail at it. It's your ability that when you do fail, because failure is inevitable, failure is good, failure gives you information, it tests your strength. You don't know how strong you are until you're tested, right? But it's shortening that bounce back ability curve that makes you so successful. So in the beginning when I was setting goals and I was trying to achieve them and something really big happened and I, I got this real big sense of failure and I felt really crap about myself, sometimes it would take me weeks in a little pity party moment of, oh, I'm so crap and why is life so hard and on and on and it would take me weeks before I could get back on the horse and start again, right? Whereas this bounce back ability curve, the quicker and more short that you can make that, the more successful you're going to be. So how do I, how do you build that bounce back ability muscle? Simple. Remember your why. Recalibrate your goals. So sit down and ask, well, I can't do that, but what can I do? Okay, is this important to me? Yes. Is this important that this goal is happening at this time or this deadline is happening or this party is happening or this holiday is happening or this thing is happening? What can I do today that I can do? What can I actually physically do that's still working me towards my goals? So even if it's not the thing that I wanted, even if it's not that, you need to remain flexible. So what, what um, I heard on this most amazing podcast, it was actually Amy Porterfield was quoting... Um, someone who was on it was Michael Hyatt's daughter and she talked about strategy in terms of you know your goals and she said hold your vision tightly but hold the strategy loosely and what I mean by that in relation to the goals you're setting is be very clear what it is that you're working for like what is that six month one year plan that you're wanting to look you know if you're wanting to do a photo shoot or if you're going away on holiday or you're hitting that big birthday hold that vision really clear that's what I want that's how I want I imagine my world to look like in that moment right but you can let go of the strategy in the moment a little bit more loosely so that you have the ability to bounce back without feeling like the failure right because, I mean, failure in these moments and when you fail or when there's a curveball or when you aren't able to do something, it's just information that, you know, the world, something has happened, right? You know, um, reality doesn't care if you have a goal. So you losing your job, rea you know, reality doesn't care about that. And I know that's really harsh to hear, but that's just the way it is. Reality d doesn't care that, you know, 
there's coronavirus. You just have to figure out how and make choices based on that for you. So how do you shorten your bounce back ability curve? It's all about self-awareness, being very clear about that vision, holding that very tightly. And then in those moments, after the emotional reaction has has kind of faded, after you've you've gotten over the, the shock or the fear or the or the the general kind of anxiety, it's it's good for you in that moment to sit down and go, well, what can I do? In fact, I would even sit down and write a list of all the different options that you have in that moment to still be able to hold that goal for yourself in place. So what can you do, right? Well, I can't, if I've lost my job, well, then I don't want to spend money on a gym membership, but I can do home-based workouts, right? Or, uh, right, well, I might have to tighten up um, our, our, our food budget right now until I can get this new job sorted out. I might, you know, send, send out 10 new CVs a day until I get a new job. Um, I'm going to use my, you know, training as a way to de-stress and deal with the anxiety and this fear that I have whilst I'm looking for this job, right? Writing out that and physically getting a pen and a notebook and going, okay, what can I do? What is possible for me right now? That is self-esteem. That is the power of bounce back ability. And that is not how you get your mojo back, but how you never really lose your mojo. Your mojo is just confidence, right? It's just self-esteem. It's just your self-confidence. So even your goal with regards to self-confidence is even when the world is throwing you the big, big ass curveballs, that you are able to still move forward, still take action, still feel empowered, still feel able to do something uh, and even if that's just a little thing of writing out a list of, well, what can I do? The biggest issue generally for most women is when something really, you know, big happens, it's just dealing with our fear and anxiety. Yeah. So when we're in that emotional downward spiral that, you know, between fear, anxiety, fear, anxiety, what's going to happen? Oh my goodness. You know, that sort of, what does this mean? Am I ever going to be able to, you know, and before it takes you down, down, down into that depressive state if you can catch yourself before you fall if you can go oh I'm having a big reaction to this this is really you know hard and difficult but what can I do you know can I take a moment out to have a cup of tea with my notebook and my pen and go I can just sit here right now and come up with some options for something that I can do okay so what I want you to do right now we're going to take some action in today's podcast right what I want you to do right now is to get out a pen and paper and firstly, write down what you want for yourself. Okay, it's going to be two, two parts. What you want for yourself right now. What you see your life being in six months. So six months from now, let's choose six months. It's a little bit easier. Six months from now, could you imagine what your life would be like? What are you going to be doing? What are you going to be wearing? Who are you going to be talking to? You know, what's going to have changed? What's exciting? Create that, okay? And then get very specific. If it's if it's about a, a particular fitness or, or body or strength goal, get more specific with that. I will be able to do some push-ups. I will be able to, you know, um, lift heavier weights. I will be able to 
wear those size 10 leggings that I want to wear or those size 8 leggings that I want to wear. I will be able to, whatever, yeah? And just get, and have some fun with that, right? Don't make it so serious. Get some colored pens out. I always love, I have actually still got a pencil case. Yep, I am nearly 44 years old and I have a pencil case. I love my pencil case. It's got pens in it and colors and highlighters and I use it a lot of the time in my journals because I think that if it's fun and I'm writing to-do lists and goals out and all these bright colors, it makes me happy. You can judge me all you like, but it works, right? So sit down and do that. Just take literally five to 10 minutes of your day with a cup of tea and write out for yourself what that vision looks like, right? Six months to a year. If you want to do a year, do a year. Six months to a year, what, you know, what is your life going to be look like? What are you going to be doing day to day? What's your ideal day look like? That's a really good one as well, right? And then I want you to sit down and think, okay, what are the different milestones that I need to get there? So if I was somebody who used to work out before and I kind of feel like I've lost my mojo and part of this vision is you want to look a certain way, feel a certain way, build that confidence, build that fitness, build that strength, then you're obviously going to have to have milestones along the way. So kind of maybe plot a few of those. Well, you're going to have to, you know, um, get back to doing some sort of exercise. You're going to have to... Um, Think about what you're, what you're eating and nutrition and start meal planning again. You're maybe going to have to organize your day a little bit better with regards to either school runs or doing homeworks or when you're going to clean your house or something like that, right? Or book a holiday or you're going to whatever, right? You're going to write those little milestones out. And then I want you to write a little list that says, what are these habit goals? What are these habits? What are these things that I need to do? on a daily basis to help me to get there, okay? And I bet you they're along the lines of these. I'm going to give you a few because I kind of know <laughs> what they're going to include. So they need to include something about moving your body, right? So in order for you to get there, you need to be moving your body. You need to either be training, stretching, walking, moving, yoga, cycling, whatever, okay? And I recommend that you do that for at least 30 minutes every day. 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be training. It doesn't have to be kettlebell training. It can be walking. It can be yoga. It can be that, right? Then I would suggest some sort of time for you, whether that be what we call meditation or stretching or self-care time, right? So take time to meditate. Take time to, if you pray, maybe that's in there too. Take time to take a bath. Take time to do some mindful coloring. Take time to journal, read a book. Um, go to bed a little earlier, some sort of self-care time in there, right? That mindful time it could be journaling, could be doing this exercise, right? Then the next one is looking at um, your food. What are you going to be eating? Are you going to do meal plans? Are you going to follow a meal plan? Are you going to track macros? Are you going to do some batch cooking? Uh, what are you going to eat and how are you going to measure that? That's an important one. So it could be... Um, you know, you're going to eat more vegetables, you're going to take a prudy, which is our protein smoothie. If you want to know more about that, go over to the blog on uh, warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com uh, forward slash blog. Maybe it's one of those things. Um, whatever that is. Yeah. And then water. Without a doubt, you need to be putting, I need to drink two liters of water on there because that's going to give you energy. It's going to give you clarity. It's going to give you that. 
And then there needs to be something else on there that helps you to move towards your goals. So if you are thinking about a holiday, maybe you need to be saving money. So maybe it is every single day you need to track, um, you know, how much money. Maybe use a little app to do that. Um, if you are working on your fitness, maybe it's how many steps you've done, um, you know, and you can track that on your phone. Maybe if you're trying to get more energy or feel more well rested, maybe you're tracking your sleep on there. Do you get the idea? Um, so it needs to be something that you're kind of going to look at every single day. Yeah, we generally say writing out your goals is a good one, which is what we're doing right now. We generally say writing out doing a gratitude practice every day. I just get my journal out. Three things that I'm, I feel blessed about, that I'm proud of, or I feel grateful for um, every single day. And then I also write out my 10 things, these, these goals that I, I want for myself. So something like that is what you're going to be working on every single day. When you start to do that and just focus on what you can do today, just what we call owning your day, own your life, which by the way is an amazing book by Aubrey Marcus. I will actually put a link in the show notes about that book. It changed my life. I loved it. He loves kettlebell training too and he loves talking about, it's where I got my idea for the hydration potion as well. So your daily habits, your your habit goals, your things that you do in a systematic routines, your routines and rituals are the things that will help you to not only get your mojo back per se, will help you to walk, you know, work towards those big goals, but will also help you when you go to fall off. Because see, for example, you hit a big curveball and you're like, I, I just don't know what to do. You can just start again tomorrow with these same habits, these same routines and rituals because when it's routine and your ritual it doesn't matter what's going on in your day right like brushing your teeth you don't stop brushing your teeth just because you're well I was about to say you don't stop brushing your teeth if your relationship builds down but some people like to sit on the sofa in their um in their pajamas and don't wash <laughs> I get it I get it it's tough it's hard stuff but really we don't stop brushing our teeth right in those instances so when these routines become so pivotal to who we are, these routines and rituals, it doesn't really matter if there's a curveball because we'll just pick these up again the next day. Maybe we, you know, don't do our routines and rituals for a day or two, but then we do pick it up again, right? Because we know that these are the things that are going to get us there, but also these are the things that are just good for us. So this is actually what we're talking about here is a lot to do with what we call our Goddess Got Goals 90 Day Challenge. Um, ladies in our VIP community, we're actually talking about whether we're doing the challenge. We generally do it like either the last 90 days of the year or we do it um, the last 60 of the year and then 30 in January. So we generally do it in the last couple of months of the year. So we've been chatting about it and I think we're going to start kicking it off in October. So, um, you know, this is the time to join our our programs. We're launching our new Sexy Strong 12-month program. But in our VIP community, we're going to be doing the Goddess Got Goals 90-day challenge. And I'm really excited for it. So, um, and it's basically just doing exactly what we've talked about here. We've got our five-star morning rituals uh, that you do. You have one more give up and one more 
um, add add more and you just kind of track those routines and rituals every day for 90 days and just notice how much it impacts and changes your life so um, I hope this is helpful this concept of bounce back ability this concept of focusing on these habit goals um, we're going to be talking more about this this kind of concept of goal setting versus habit goals versus routines and rituals um, I've got a couple of interviews coming up that are really going to be really helpful for people who are more systems thinkers as women we tend to be more systems thinkers um, but I wanted to talk about that because this is the question I get quite regularly I've lost my mojo I've fallen off how do I get back on you know and it all comes down to your why why you would want to do it but also building in these routines and rituals so that you can build that bounce back ability muscle yeah so you don't see failure as a hard thing you don't see getting back on the horse as a hard thing it's just who you are it's just part of your routine and part of what you do so I hope that was helpful today. Do come over and check out the show notes. Uh, I'll be putting um, the different points in there in terms of this particular exercise, um, exactly you know what those points in terms of sitting down with your journal and what you can do. Um, I'll also put in there the links to um, the Aubrey Marcus book that I talked about um, and other books. There's an, actually another book that I took called Atomic Habits, which talks about that concept of routine and rituals as well. So I'll pop that in there. It's one of my favorites if you want to check it out. Um, but you know that I'm going to say come on over because we talk so much more about mindset in our new brand new live masterclass series, Be Your Own Superhero. Three little known secrets to develop the strength, the belief and the body of a superhero. So if you can give me just 60 minutes, I'm going to show you how you build that confidence and certainty of a superhero and also feel sexy strong, even if you're feeling far from super right now, even if you feel like the mojo has left the building. I'm going to help you to and hopefully inspire you as well as kind of motivate you to understand how you can set those goals and move forward with it. All right, so come on over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash superhero and you can check that out. Um, if you want to come and check out these show notes, we are on episode 24. Go over to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash podcasts forward slash 24 and you'll be able to access uh, the show notes over there plus lots of other cool freebies um, and just generally connect with us. So I'd also love it if you did love this podcast, if this is starting to really help you in your day, if you would share it out, you know, let other people know um, that they can go and access the Goddess Got Goals podcast on iTunes, on Spotify. Um, we're also anywhere where you enjoy listening to podcasts, we're probably there. You can also go over to the show notes and really it means a lot if you can either share it out or write a review. We just want to get the word, word out there uh, as we're trying to help women just like you um, to reach their goals but without that sense of grind or guilt that constantly comes with women in terms of goal setting but when it comes to body shape change or when it comes to fitness or when it comes to you know um, healthy eating or any of these sorts of things we can get really muddy with regards to how that pans out um, and I really just want this to be a tool of female empowerment to help goddesses just like you to get their goals so thank you so much for listening we'll be back same time next week uh, and we'll be continuing the talk about all things superhero confidence building routines and rituals um, and um, we have new interview series coming up as well too which I'm excited about but in the meantime I look forward to seeing you all again soon have a great week peace out
Oh my goodness, this might just be my favorite masterclass topic yet. Three little known secrets to develop the strength, belief, and body of a superhero. Yep, just give me 60 minutes and I'll teach you exactly how to feel the certainty and confidence of a superhero and feel sexy strong, even if you feel far from super right now. Yes, I get it. You have listened to all the webinars, you've tried all these diet plans, but what is different about this masterclass is that we're focusing on the mindset, the belief part before you even get started into all of the other practical things of fitness and nutrition. As women get older and we hit that big 4-0, we become more doubtful and dubious that we're ever going to achieve the body that we want. This masterclass is going to share with you my journey over the last 15 to 20 years of building up my own confidence, my own belief, and the ability for me to feel that certainty, that confidence, and feel sexy strong, and of course, embody that with pictures of me dressed as Wonder Woman and having that body of a superhero. Because I love all things strong female character. That's what inspires me. If it inspires you too, come and check us out. Three little known secrets to develop the strength, belief, and body of a superhero. Free live masterclass. Go to warriorgoddesskettlebelltraining.com forward slash superhero. Sign up now and I can't wait to see you on the inside. Time to suit up.